Thanks for listening to Open the Word. Today, we're throwing it back and dusting off an episode from the archives. We've had some great conversations over a decade of radio ministry that deserve to be heard again. So you might hear some new voices and old references, but we hope you still enjoy these episodes. You found a place to belong here in the Circle of Friends. I'm Missy, and I'm with Beth, and we are having a great week. We certainly are, Missy. Anytime we sit to the table and and our Bibles are open, and we're looking at life through the lens of the Word of God, we're having a great week. We are. Uh, Even if there's storms all around and about us. We are anchored in the Word of God. Mm. I think I told you earlier that a friend of mine was at, um, I think it was a Bethel conference, and Christine Kane was the speaker. Uh, And I I can't quote Christine Kane, but this was what I took away from what my friend said. Chris, Chris Kane said, we have to be anchored in the Word of God. Anchored in the Word of God, especially as Christ followers in a fallen world. Hey, that's each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. That was the the people that Paul was talking to back uh, in his words in the New Testament. It's it's any book in, in the Bible there, you know, you read through and you're like, oh, whoa, Romans 1. Um, that was, that took place a couple thousand years ago, but it sounds like what we're going through right now. Uh, Hebrews, the book of James, all of it, any place you read, they are speaking to people who have chosen to surrender their hearts and lives to Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Messiah, the Anointed One. And live out life in a fallen world. You know, Beth, as we're talking about being anchored in his word, uh, Psalm 1 came to mind mm-hmm. because immediately I thought of the, the roots that have to go mm-hmm. down deep. And they have to go down deep into his word in order for us to stand. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't, we cannot, um, how do you resist the devil without yeah. knowing what his word is? We can't, right. you know, the storms of life, the circumstances of life. The things that are going to come at us, how are mm-hmm. we going to stand and be, you know, firm mm-hmm. and not fall over, uprooted, mm-hmm. uh, change our mind, uh, be convinced otherwise? Um, I think you and I mentioned earlier this week that that all of us have heard of people who have gone away from the faith or said, well, I, I used to believe, but now I'm not, now I believe this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of uh, falling away, uh, that kind of turning their back, I mean, I can't imagine it, and yet... And that part of me thinks of what Paul said about, you know, lest I myself become a castaway. Right. So it is possible. Mm -hmm. It's possible. We're we're one choice away from turning our backs, right? We are. And once you start down that path, it's still our choice. I mean, I think God will receive us at any moment Mm -hmm. we choose, but it gets harder and harder Mm -hmm. the more wrong choices you make, Mm -hmm. the further down that path you go. Especially, I think, if you're a believer and you know the truth Mm -hmm. and you still continue to turn your back on the truth, God does harden our hearts. I mean, he allows them to be hardened. He doesn't, I mean, he he is there ready, waiting to to receive us, to love us Mm -hmm. at any moment. But it is, again, the choices that we make. And so... Um, I just want to read Psalm 1. I know we yeah, read it a lot. Do. I love Psalm 1. It's, but it is, it's foundational to what we really, our soapbox, if you will, Missy and Beth, be rooted in the Word of God. That's exactly right. Um, and here it is. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, mm. but his delight is in the law of the Lord, 
And in his law he meditates day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in, the, in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Mm. I mean, God God knows his plans for us. Mm-hmm. It, it's not to go the way of the ungodly. That's not a good path for us. He knows that. He longs for each of us to be on the right path. Mm-hmm. And Beth, when I read this verse, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. I mean, Beth's delight is in the law of the Lord. I mean, that just comes through in everything you say and do. And I love that. I love that because I think we're living in a time we're coming into a time where, where it, if we don't have the word of God in us, it may be hard for us to find it. In I mean, it's everywhere right now. Right. We, we, I mean, we are so blessed as a nation. I mean, I sit, I sit at my computer and I've got you know five or six translations in right. front of me. You know, right now I you know there's a Bible on my desk at work. There's but there may come a time mm-hmm. where we don't have that. I mean, think of our brothers and sisters uh, that, mm. you know, meet in secret, that hide their Bibles. Mm-hmm. If it comes to that, who's going to know the Word of God? If you mm-hmm. had to reproduce it, mm-hmm. how would you do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy for us to be complacent mm-hmm. and think, oh, that'll never happen. But I'm telling you what, even if that never happens, we still have to have the Word of God in us, mm-hmm. or we are not going to walk out on the right path. We're going to we're going to be on the path of the of the scornful. We're going to be on the path of the scoffers. We're going to follow the path of the world. Mm-hmm. And I I know you agree with me 100% in saying that the word of God must be in us. I agree wholeheartedly. If you want to read um, a wonderful novel on this very thing written by Randy Alcorn, mm. it's called Safely Home. Uh, whoa. <sighs> talk about taking things for granted. He, Randy Alcorn has been on my radar for many, many years, and he has written fiction and, and nonfiction. He's just an excellent Christian who writes, um, Christian author. Um, but this book, Safely Home, it, it's a perspective changer. And if you haven't read it, uh, I recommend that you put it on your goal list for the next few months or over the next year days, whatever you have, listen to it on Audible. If you have read it, reread it. It's such a reminder of the preciousness of of the freedom that we have, but the, the need, the mm. absolute need for the Word of God to be anchored in our souls uh, so that we can live life as, oh, as, as those who Psalm 1 is is, is talking, about. talking about here. I have written, besides Psalm 1 in my Bible, the first few verses are all about choices. Yeah, yeah, they truly are. And you can see how progressive it gets. Uh, the walking, the standing, the sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, mark it down, we can easily be drawn into the world, all of us, every single one of us. It's as if, and God has, he set this beautiful banquet before us, and instead of sitting down at the table, we're crawling under the table and picking up scraps. Mm-hmm. Why? Who in their right mind would do that? Mm-hmm. But spiritually speaking, who in their right mind would 
not taste and see that the Lord is good, who in their right mind would not get into the Word of God and get the Word of God into them so that they can well, live again, the life? There's a script, and it's, it's written by the evil one, but it's read to us in our own voices. Um, that script says, I don't have enough time. Yeah. I don't understand it. I'm not going to sit down and read something I don't understand. I, I, um, oh, it's just an old book. It's, it's, I've tried that. You know, I've tried to read every day, and I can't do it, so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to give up because I can't meet that goal. Yeah, yeah, and, and God continues to say, come, be still. You know, here's the thing. For me, the one-year Bible format, we have talked about this many, many times. For me, it, it was the best thing for me. In, in the, uh, the group of accountability that I was in, it, it became a very huge priority, a mandatory discipline in my life. If, if you, I wouldn't have chosen to do that otherwise. I always knew the Bible was a good thing, but I took it for granted, and yeah. it stayed on my shelf. And I'd start reading, and then I'd get busy. And, and so for me, that one-year format was life-changing, but it was also having people speak truth into my life about being in the Word of God. Um, my friend Andrea would say, Beth, if you're too busy to be in the Word, you're right, you're too busy. You need to cut something out. Mm-hmm. There's something you're doing that's not nearly as important as being in the Word of God. That's how it was for me. I don't know how it's going to be for you, but be in the Word of God. Maybe maybe you just want to read one verse a day. One verse, so doable. Maybe you are listening audibly. I would encourage you to open the Word also. I don't know. There's just something about having the Word of God and opening it up and seeing those words in front of me that it is, it's, it's, just life-changing for me. Even the scriptures that I have committed to memory, I'm going to go back and I'm going to open up the Word and and look at that printed Word. It it speaks to me in a way that just um just just my memorization doesn't. It it is it's an anointed book. It mm-hmm. is the Word of God. Uh, you know, I think about that Psalm 1, and we can also go to Jeremiah seventeen seven and read much of the same words. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He's like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. And then it goes on to say in verse 9 and 10, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the, the deed, the goal, the, the being still, the reading of God's word produces a fruit. Now, there's, there's bitter fruit out there, too. And it doesn't come from the fruit of God's word. It doesn't come from the seeds planted in taking time in God's word. I, I can tell you about the bitter fruit because I spent too many years reading, listening to, uh, watching things that planted bitter seeds, that birthed bitter fruit. That's not what I want in my life anymore. My life has, every day has got to be reconnected with the Word of God. You know, we we had the uh, professor of um, 
Hebrew here a couple of months ago, and she talked about how the Jewish people at nighttime would surrender their souls. And now I lay me down to sleep. I pray my soul, the Lord, to keep. Um, if I should die before I wake, mm. I pray the Lord my soul to take. That was from a Jewish prayer where they surrendered their souls to be renewed and restored by God each and every night. And then each morning they would have a prayer of thank you, Lord, for returning my soul to me. Well, when that soul is returned to me, I, I need to make sure it's connected to the power source, plugged into the word of God, saturated steeped in his word and and constantly prayerfully surrendered each and every moment that's a life that is lived like a tree planted on the banks whose roots go deep 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 that's a choice we can make every day and i will say to you what my dear friend andrea said to me if you don't have time for the word of god you are too busy mm -hmm. cut something out you will never regret time spent in the Word of God. You know, Beth, sometimes I feel bad, like, oh, we're on our soapbox again, and then I think, no. No. No, that's our message. No. That's our heartbeat. That's our passion. The Word of God is that important. And I don't know about you. I feel like you don't need this reminder so much as me, but I need that reminder. And I have a continual prayer in my heart that God would give me a hunger mm -hmm. for His Word. Mm -hmm. Because there are times when it's difficult or you struggle <laughs> or you feel a distance from the Lord or you, for whatever reason, you know, in, in years past, there have, been, there have been chunks of time where I haven't read the Word. And it's been hard for me. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason it was hard to get up and going again is I felt such failure. And so I, I felt such condemnation. So I'm really passionate about telling people it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how long, why, what, it does not matter. Mm -hmm. Stop, turn around, pick up the word and ask God to reveal himself to you right now, right at this moment, you can turn all of that around and you can let the past go. You know, and I the one-year Bible does not have to start on January 1, okay? Absolutely. You Absolutely. go to where you're at today. I started May 1st, 2001, uh, at the demand of my accountability well, partner. And let me say this. Let me say this. Because the one-year Bible, has it has goals, as we've talked about mm -hmm. this week, which is awesome. You have readings for every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are other, you know, yearly going through the Bible. Thing, and goals are good. But let me just say this. If you don't hit that goal, if you miss a day, mm -hmm. just keep reading. Yep. Don't, yep. you know, um, I know uh, there are some apps where it lets you kind of catch up if you've missed. Mm -hmm. Catch up. I mean, mm -hmm. if it takes you a year and a half to get through the Bible, praise God you read through the Bible. That's right. Don't beat yourself over the head that you didn't do it in a year's time. Well, and if you're reading in... Um you know, a format. I'm right now reading through the chronological Bible. Uh, yeah. So, so sometimes um, I get done, and I'm like, Lord, I know, I know all these cubits and whatever. It has a purpose, and somebody like with a math mind or a builder is probably reading this, going, oh, Wow, I'm, I'm just kind of going, okay. Um, so then, at that point, I, I turn to one of the epistles or I yeah. turn to, you know, somewhere, a, a psalm somewhere, and I, I read something again to remind myself, this is why I do what I do, so yeah. that my roots will go deep. I want to read the whole Word of God. Um, but some of it, I still, 18 years later, mm -hmm. I'm going, okay, 
<laughs> there's or, a reason. <laughs> or, yeah, I don't really get this. And there's some, honestly, there's some portions of Bible that stir my anger. Yeah, I know. Because when people are people. And and, are, mm. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to understand. And in those moments, I think you have to turn to the Lord and ask him to help you kind of find your way through right. it. There's so much we won't know till we get to heaven. Mm-hmm. But there's the discipline of reading his word, which is mm-hmm. extremely important. And I think you need to work toward. Don't mm-hmm. don't beat yourself up over the head. Just get up and move on. Mm-hmm. I mean, get up and That's start right. again. That's right. And then there's, then there's the part where you really want to open up your heart to the Lord to have him speak to you. Mm-hmm. And that may just be a verse. Mm-hmm. That may be the same verse for a while. Mm-hmm. It may be a psalm. It may be something, as you said, out of the epistles. It may be something you hear or mm-hmm. something... You know, something we share in the air or or something that strikes you. Go there. Go there. Open your heart and say, Lord, teach me what you have. And then dwell on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if you're in the middle of Leviticus and that's difficult for you, then ask the Lord, say, give me something that connects me heart to heart with you today. Mm -hmm. And he will, Mm -hmm. he will, he will absolutely do that because it's his delight. You know, he delights in us coming to him and having relation. That's why he sent his son. Right. That's why, that's what his love is for us. Mm -hmm. It's, I love you. Come have relationship with me. Mm -hmm. Come join me here. Come learn about me. Uh, I know all about you. I mean, he created us each individually, so he does know our hearts. And we, we said it earlier this week, and I want to reiterate it. Come as you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come as you are. We, we were involved in a church for a long time and their tagline was come as you are and leave different. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that's what we do when we come to God, wherever we come to God mm-hmm. uh, in that moment of prayer, we come to him, come as you are. And let him do his work mm-hmm. and leave that place different mm-hmm. because he has met you there. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, Missy, I told you um, earlier this week, and I've probably mentioned it at other times that I've been on in this year, that um, there was a, there was just a season of life where doing life, I was doing life with some people that I knew maybe didn't love me and that's okay not everyone's gonna love you or me but really we are loved perfectly (laughs) by a holy god and that's all that matters and that's where i wanted to land lord i i seem unlovable to some people and that breaks my heart because I, you know, I'm, you built me for a relationship, but help me, help me know how to do life in this season. And that's when Romans 12 became such yeah. a big part of my life. Bless those who curse you. Bless and do not curse. If you fast forward to verse 21, it says, do not be overcome by evil, overcome evil with good. And that was such a, a joy, a balm to my heart. And honestly, in that season, I was able to repeat that to my son. Um, and we've had so many conversations about that passage passage since. So it wasn't just for me. It was for for many. But later, months later, I was coming before God again. Wow. Again, every day, you know, throughout the day, moment by moment. But I said, okay, Lord, this is what I'm looking at over the course of the next two weeks. And I, I just, I want to respond according to how you want me to respond. So show me. I, I've, I've learned about boundaries. I've learned about unconditional love. Help me. How do I know what to share, what to, when to stay quiet? Lord, speak to my heart. And as I just sat there quietly then, the words I heard were, always be ready to give an answer. And I thought, okay, I know that comes from Scripture, but I don't know where. I've read it. I know I've read it. 
Where is it? Well, that's the beauty of the technology of the day. <laughs> yeah. I put in always be ready to give an answer, and it took me to First Peter 3.15. So I opened up my Bible, and that's why I say, open up your Bible. Make it your own. Get your highlighter, your pen. And it says, mm, always be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks. And I tell you what, Missy, there was my answer from God. Beth, you're a talker. But I want you to listen and always be ready to give an answer when asked. And if you're not asked, be a listener. Hmm. Be still. I am with you. I want to read this passage for you right now. Uh, verse 15 starts, um, well, I'm going to start in verse 13. Now who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you'll be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, mm. having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. Mm. Uh, go back to Romans twelve fourteen through 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That's verse 21. So he's just speaking and re-speaking to me how to live life in a world that is messy. That's what I want to know. That's why I have to go to his word each and every day in order to live today. Well, and for all of us, I think, um, you know, you think about it, we, we live in the world and we are, we are and can be influenced by the world. I mean, mm -hmm. it's shouting at us. It's mm -hmm. dumping on us. It's constant, constant, constant. So how do you battle that? Mm -hmm. You know, you, ha you have to go back to the Word of God mm -hmm. to get your center. You do. To make sure you are rooted. Because otherwise, you will be lambasted and tossed about and, you know, convinced to go the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I mean, have you ever talked to someone and you find yourself, you know, like, oh, well, that kind of makes sense. And then you sit back and you think, no, wait a minute. That's contrary to what the Word of God right, says. Right. So, no, no, no. Even though, I mean, appreciate how you're saying that and what you think, that according to God's Word, that's not right. Well, I even talk to myself. I hear words come out of my mouth and I think, okay, Beth, uh, mm. run that through the filter. You know, the right. old, uh, boy, I think I'd like to tell them, ba 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Is that blessing those who curse you? <laughs> blessing and do, not, do curse. not curse? Is that what that is, Beth? Is that not being overcome by evil, but overcoming evil with good? It, yeah. It, you don't just have to listen to other people to hear thoughts that need to be run through the filter of God's Word. Absolutely. Most recently, I had a really cool experience. I went to my niece's house. Her husband is an excavator. She, um, she is getting a pond. Oh, lucky girl. She can, she'll be able to sit on her back deck and look at this beautiful pond behind their house. Her husband's building it for her. And he was telling us about the process. Uh, it was really an unusable space of land. It was a, a hill. The kids couldn't really play on it. Um, but he has taken, you know, these big pieces of equipment can do all kinds of things he's taken and made it just a, a, a beautiful beautiful area um, 
He said it'll be 14 feet deep when finished. Um, there'll be a little beach around the edge of it, you know, a place to sit and just enjoy the water. But he said, see there in the center? There in the center. He said, we, we sent down a big bucket full of cement with a, with a hook in it so that we can, we can hook um, a fountain or a, a, uh, a windmill or something on the top to continue to aerate the pond so that we don't have a bunch of scum that builds up. Mm, yeah. Okay, they yeah. had to send, send down a big, bucket of cement, a big bucket of cement, a place to anchor uh-huh, the, the fountain the windmill, the thing that's going to show above the water, um, has to be anchored in order to stay where it needs to stay to do what it is created yeah. to do. Oh, Missy, what a visual. Because without it, the pond will get all scummy and unusual, yeah. unusable. Well, hello, that's your visual for today. <laughs> and a beautiful illustration oh, it is. Oh, my goodness. You want to be anchored in the Word of God so that you can do what you're created to do and, and to continue to, to bring that Word of God to every situation so that your life isn't filled with pond scum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. And with that's that, the word for the day. That's the word for the day. You found a place to belong, and we're glad you've joined us here in the Circle of Friends. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or send us an email to openthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia's Style Boutique for your perfect outfit, everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse, to transitional design. Then, meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.